After dismissing the creepy surroundings, Keith was struck by the absence of a door on which to knock and hopefully summon Baba Yaga. There's no door, Keith whispered into his pocket. What do you want me to do about it? The genie snapped. OK, keep your ponytail on. Keith stepped gingerly up the path that led to the space on the front of the house between the windows, where he expected a door should be. He glanced at his feet, noticing tiny bearded men darting around in the long grass, trying to hook each other with their fishing rods. Gnomes, he muttered to himself as he approached the blank wall and placed a hand onto the cold stone. Turn your face to the forest, you back to me. The deep, gravelly voice caused the breeze to stop whistling around Keith's ankles, leaving only silence, which pounded at his eardrums. A voice, Keith said nervously, his voice quivering. Turn your face to the forest! The voice boomed once more, causing Keith to turn his back to the house. Intruder or friend? It continued. Intruder, Keith replied until a quick jab to the sternum by the genie with his elbow forced him to change his answer. Friend, I'm a friend, he spluttered. I must take your first answer, the voice boomed, again leaving only a prolonged deathly silence in its wake before speaking again. And it is the correct answer. Baba Yaga has no friends. Keith threw a condescending glance in the genie's direction. What is your purpose? The voice continued. I'm trying to find a safe passage through the forest. I'm on my way to see Hogben about some boots. Boots? The voice roared. Is this Hogben some kind of fashion designer? No, they are the boots of... Shh! That's boring. The voice interrupted. Do you have a password? Do I have a password? Keith asked the genie, who was now leaning out of Keith's pocket, resting his head on his hand and looking bored. Nope, the genie replied disinterestedly. But can you get a move on? It's freezing out here and I'm hungry. No, Keith conceded, searching the far reaches of his bewildered brain for anything that sounded remotely like a password. No, you don't need one anyway. I'd just like to ask. My cousin is a magic door, you see. You need a password to open him. I'm just a door. Don't get me wrong, I can appear and I can disappear, which is more than normal doors can. Oh, and I can open and close and talk. Keith's mind drifted to the gnomes darting around in the grass, flinging their hooks at one another. One young-looking gnome with a very long beard had hooked an elderly gnome by the jumper, which was unravelling as the young gnome yanked at his fishing rod. Keith's attention wandered back to the door he'd noticed was still talking. I'm made of wood from the wishing tree. Branches fall off from time to time and anything made from the wood comes to life and gains a personality of its own. I'm sorry to interrupt, Keith uttered politely. Could I see Baba Yaga now? Was that a question? barked a gravelly, phlegm-rich, croaky voice. Keith turned his head immediately to find himself nose to nose with a light grey-skinned old woman with white pupils that swam in their milky balm, 
encased by red-edged lids that hung from her eye sockets like bat wings. Her hot, spicy breath washed over Keith's face, causing his eyes to sting and the mucous membranes in his nostrils to tingle. Her hair blazed wildly around her head, hundreds of different shades of grey dancing around each other in an evocative display of unruliness. Her thin face was stressed by her jawbone, which tolerated the skin around it, which accentuated its shape. Keith did not dare move his eyes to investigate the rest of the foul woman who stood millimetres from him. No, he answered eventually after swallowing hard. It sounded like one to me, she cackled back, forcing her sizzling breath across Keith's face once more, this time causing him to blink to avoid what seemed like certain blindness. 